it was very, very much uh, a spiritual matter. Good Wednesday morning, and welcome back to The Daily Buzz. I'm Dayton Nolander, your host. For today's episode, I spoke with Tribune Religion reporter Tamara Kemsley, who has been reporting on the experiences of women in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who have had abortions. We had a longer conversation about her reporting, but here is an abbreviated version of that conversation. We pick up with Tamara answering my question about the LDS Church's stance on abortion. The LDS Church is interesting, wherein it is certainly has certainly generally aligned itself and allied itself with the religious right. And of course, the religious right is really birthed the modern anti-abortion movement as we see it today. So the rhetoric can be really quite harsh, including talks from the now president Back when he was apostle, he gave the same talk really twice, once in the 80s and then more recently, where he uh, really stressed that it was, uh, he equated the number of abortions to the number of those who died in war, for example, in the world wars. And then um, you also will see and hear it referenced in at times as um, something akin to murder. So it doesn't quite take the stance like some um, evangelical groups, more conservative evangelical groups will take, and even some Catholics that abortion is murder. Uh, but that that line is pretty faint, especially when you consider some of, again, the rhetoric. The, as the, where it differs also is in these allowances that it makes for these women um, in the LDS church. And that includes in cases of rape, incest. It includes some kind of issue with the fetus that makes it incompatible with life. It also includes, and this is interesting, it says the life and health, or I should say life or health, it says, of the mother. Um, so that, while very narrow, might seem very narrow to many, has actually incurred, for example, you'll see protesters uh, from groups that show up at big LDS events, and these are anti-abortion protesters showing up to protest the church because they think their stance is so lenient. So it's a really interesting and kind of nuanced and complicated space because even with those allowances, it does say something to the effect of, um, and this is in the general handbook that's given to lay leaders on a local local leadership level. It does make it clear that even in those cases, it doesn't automatically mean that an abortion is necessary or appropriate but rather it should still be prayed about. You may counsel with your bishop. You don't have to. Sure. So you mentioned that you talked to about 30 individuals um, and you, again, alluded to kind of the fact that faith 
really complicates the decision to have uh, an abortion. And so these are members of the LDS church. How did their faith affect their decisions uh, to have an abortion? I should clarify just real quick. So I had close to 30 who reached out. Some of those after after went silent or otherwise pulled out because it just caused too much anxiety. Got they weren't it. ready. They thought maybe they were ready to talk about it. They weren't ready to talk about it. Um, and of those remaining 20 or so, about half had abortions and about half had miscarriages that are harder to classify or were clearly miscarriages, but resulted in the need to go through some of these medical procedures that are used in the case of induced abortions. So, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure in a minute, but so there's two articles and one of them really focuses on that difference. Um, But all of this was to say that about 10 of them were induced abortions and the way that their faith affected their decision varied from person to person. Some were, it didn't play a huge factor either because they weren't very active in the faith at the time, or it just never really felt like a a decision to make in the first place. Um, Specifically those who were very young and it was rape or um, instances where they just knew that they would be kicked out of the home if they had this this baby. Uh, it just felt like I, they, di- they didn't really express that there was a decision process. Um, they didn't feel like they had a choice. For those who were, uh, who tended to be older when they were, when they had their abortions, it was very, very much, uh, a spiritual matter where they felt like they were praying about this. There was a lot of reference to prayer, to personal communication, revelation with God, uh, a lot of wrestle with what they felt like they'd been taught about church, about abortion being evil at church versus what they felt were like impressions to go ahead with that with that process and with that procedure, often to save their own lives. And so even though these individuals belong to the same faith, um, they had different views and opinions on abortion. Is that right? To some degree, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say, so, uh, and I can take you through some of those differing viewpoints. Some of them really, really were, um, really felt like abortion was just icky, Mm. that kind of language, right? Evil, like taboo, uh, something we don't talk about. I mean, they all felt like it was taboo, but some um, prior to their experience, I would say that it was, it covered the gamut from pro-choice to very, or I'm sorry, they covered the gamut from anti-abortion to uh, very, pro-abortion, but I would say most fell kind of in the middle prior to their own experience with abortion, um, where they were, they felt like it wasn't something that was great. It was something, you know, as one person put it, I was in the abortion, or I'm sorry, adoption is better category. 
And it wasn't until they went through pregnancy, until they went through, I mean, many of these were uh, married, married women with children already, and who just did not feel that they had the mental and physical capacity. So there was, it just became a lot more complicated and real and nuanced as they went through this decision and making this decision. And then others, like I said, it it didn't really ever feel like a choice. And I think that helped to sort of shape their sense. So all of them, but one came out the other side, really, really, really pro-abortion. The one who I thought was, um, who was a little bit different, she made the case that the language needs to evolve. Mm that we are using the term abortion so broadly and to cover such a diverse span of experiences uh, that it just is impossible to, to have any kind of nuanced dialogue on the subject. Thanks, Tamara. You can find her reporting at sltrib.com. And that's all we have for you on today's episode of The Daily Buzz. A big shout out to Salt Lake City band The Pelicans for our music. We'll be back with more news tomorrow.